You are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management. I am a clinical scientist and I've done research over 10 years and I've found some interesting things about hypertension and blood pressure control and medication taking behavior. I would like to share with you all of the information I found as well as all the information that's out there that that will help you get control of your blood pressure. Stick with me and we'll take this journey to help you improve your blood pressure. Thanks for listening. I think it's extremely unlikely that we will have a resurgence of disease to the extent we've seen before because we've got a large number of people vaccinated. But I think we can be certain of one thing is that this virus will continue to transmit and we're not safe here or around the world until everyone is protected from the virus. That was Professor Sir Andrew Poehler, the director of the Oxford Vaccine Group, several months ago. But here is what he said recently, and I quote, As I've been saying, the noble lie is being revealed step by step. Herd immunity is not a possibility because the Delta variant still infects vaccinated individuals. And he went on to say, there is nothing the UK can do to stop the emergence of new variants. And he admitted that he says, I think we are in a situation here with the current variant. Now, this is a professor in the United Kingdom. He's talking about United Kingdom situation and United Kingdom. Keep in mind, their vaccination rate is much higher than the United States vaccination rate. Matter of fact, some experts are looking at the United Kingdom and using the United Kingdom, the UK, as a model to make decisions about what we're doing here in the United States. So as you can see, this is very important to know his observations of the COVID Delta variant. According to U.S. News, Germany is ending free COVID-19 testing for its citizens beginning in October. And this is done in part to encourage more people to get vaccinated. Dr. Mike Ryan with the World Health Organization, he will tell us the importance of knowing how many cases and how many deaths we have from COVID-19. And we need to know how many people are vaccinated or unvaccinated. I said previously in the auditorium, I spent most of my professional life working with many of the people that were in that room and others around the world and trying to protect people from epidemics and other health emergencies. Um, It's my experience, uh, three really important critical things to be effective in response. We must be ready, we must be fast, and we must be agile. We need to be able to predict, prepare, and plan for what may happen. We must be able to detect, assess, and react 
to what is happening around us, the earliest possible signal uh, of an event. And then we must be able to adapt quickly to the realities of an evolving event, which is never exactly what you plan for or expect. The better we prepare, the more ready we are to respond. The faster we identify new infectious disease risks, the faster we can respond. The more adaptable and agile we are, the more effective our response will be. None of this is possible without better data, analytics, and insights uh, to improve the speed and adaptability of our response. Questions for us are how do we link all of the data that's currently available? Uh, I think again, Bernard said, it's not an absence or lack of data we have, it's our ability to connect the dots and connect that data to make meaningful insights in real time to understand what's happening around us in the biologic world. It's only by looking at all of these data that we can gain an insight into what's happening dynamically within our populations and how our populations are reacting to the presence of disease. And how can we make the insights we generate available so that decision makers like Minister Spahn and others can make better, faster uh, decisions, both nationally and globally. Now, I would encourage you to go and listen to the entire meeting that the World Health Organization held. And the link will be in the show notes, but it was very, very interesting. So we really should continue testing for COVID-19 and treating patients early, early on with the treatments that are available. So let's now turn our attention to trial site news with Adrian. And I would encourage you to listen to the entire episode of this as well. And that link is in the note. Now, Adrian at trial site news has been following uh, ivermectin and the usefulness of ivermectin in India. And he has uh, some information that is very important to know. Now, keep in mind that the World Health Organization does not recommend ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. And the FDA has posted on their website that animal grade of ivermectin is unsafe in human and the FDA does not recommend ivermectin to be used to treat COVID-19 other than in a clinical trial. Now, the National Institute of Health, the NIH, does not endorse ivermectin, nor does it condemn ivermectin. So it is neutral on the recommendations for ivermectin. And as always, I do not give medical advice. I'm not your doctor. This information is for educational purposes only. This is not medical advice. Contact your healthcare provider for any medical advice about anything that I talk about on this podcast. Now, that being said, here is Adrian with Trial Site News. So trial site news has chronicled closely the use of ivermectin-based home medicine kits in India's largest state, Uttar Pradesh, and other states during the second wave of the pandemic starting back in March of 2021. Now, we shared both here and on trialsitenews.com that by June, cases plummeted to what is today's far more contained situation. In fact, so impressive was the Indian effort in Uttar Pradesh that the World Health Organization reported on the success, with, however, the omission that state and local health authorities used ivermectin in their aggressive home-based test and treatment regimen. 
This, too, was also omitted in Western mainstream media or discounted as not proven by fact-checkers. And so, recently, a prominent Indian physician, Dr. Lenny DaCosta, went on the record to discuss the story of India involving ivermectin treatments there. He also noted that the drug is still pervasively used despite media accounts to the contrary. As we have shared back on May 12th, Uttar Pradesh's Director General of Medical and Health Services, Dr. Anshul Parikh, led the state's health department through the COVID-19 crisis and added ivermectin to its large-scale prophylactic program with a focus on close contacts of COVID-19 patients, health workers, and general care of COVID-19 patients, and eventually an aggressive home care program. Now, by May 30th of 2021, we here at Trial Site News shared the incredible turnaround that the public health officials in Uttar Pradesh accomplished using the ivermectin-based home treatment protocol. Now, while the WHO continued to recognize the incredible work ongoing in India, they still omitted the use of ivermectin in their reports. Dr. DaCosta shared that the home medicine kits included ivermectin, doxycycline, zinc, and vitamin C, and in fact reported that a new kit is now offered to kids given the higher infection rates among that particular cohort. Dr. DaCosta shared that the rapid decline of these skyrocketing cases was due to the massive public health program, which involved the free home medicine kits. Dr. DaCosta took the position that the key to the success was the ability of ivermectin to inhibit transmission of the virus, especially among household contacts, which seemed to work incredibly well. Now, Dr. DaCosta also spoke about his state, Goa, which backed off from the protocol for reasons which he claimed were other than health care back on June 20th. By June 29th of 2021, with central authorities under pressure from the World Health Organization to take down the ivermectin recommendation, states such as Uttar Pradesh doubled down, even introducing a pediatric protocol given the increased number of younger infections. Now, Dr. DaCosta reported that a majority of physician practices use ivermectin at the local level, including himself, across the states in this vast country. He claimed that the successful containment in the second wave was primarily due to ivermectin, doxycycline, zinc, and vitamin C used early on, meaning right when the first symptoms appear. Now, according to the doctor, early care was the key to success in India turning around the deadly second Delta variant triggered wave. So my message here again today is to make sure that you get yourself vaccinated. Make sure you follow the public health measures, at least wear your mask when you're inside and when you're around anyone who is not part of your household. Also continue to take your vitamin D supplement and your zinc and your C as recommended by your healthcare provider. So this is not medical advice. And if you get sick, get tested. And testing may not be available, readily available, if you don't have any symptoms, or it may not even be readily available in the near future. So you might want to get a rapid test that you can purchase over the counter so that you can have one available if in fact you get exposed you can see what's going on if you're 
COVID positive. And if you can get treated early, get treated early so that you can prevent long COVID symptoms or severe disease. Register for the vSafe database. That's V as in Victor, safe.cdc.gov. And the link is in the show notes. Register for that vSafe so that we can get more information about your response to the vaccine once you get your first vaccine and then when you get your second vaccine and report any symptoms that you may have or any symptoms that you're not having. Just if you're doing good, you report that you're doing good and you have no symptoms. If you haven't symptoms, any symptoms at all, go ahead and report that. I will continue to do everything I can to not get this virus. I won't give up and I hope you won't either. So that's all I have for you today. Stay tuned to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I'll tell you everything you ought to know about hypertension and trending health topics. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.